Rap is one of the most, if not the most popular genre of music that is being played right now. However, for a long, long time, it was dominated by men. It was extremely hypermasculine. Public Enemy, NWA, The Sugar Hill Gang, Run, DMC, are some of the few of the many male-dominated rappers and rap groups on the charts and what people were buying. Even today, a majority of the hip-hop artists out there are male. However, way before the Cardi B's, the Nicki Minaj's even, there was one artist that spearheaded the genre for women to enter the genre. What's going on, you guys? My name is Stefan, and you are listening to the Audio Addiction Podcast. As said before, the one person that helped introduce a little estrogen into the space was none other than Lil' Kim. Kimberly Denise Jones, born on July 11th, 1974 in Brooklyn, New York, is an English-speaking American hip-hop artist, songwriter, model, and actress. She would have a tough childhood, living with a Marine father who she would have numerous fights with. It would eventually lead to Kim to be kicked out out of the house, dropping out of high school, and living on the streets. And that was a tough life. Interfering with the police, not having a home to go to, it's one of the few things that any child fears of, and the safety gap of a child that needs it. However, it wasn't always all doom and gloom. However, in her teens, Jones would meet up with other Brooklyn native Christopher Wallace, later known as the Notorious B.I.G. or Biggie Smalls. Now, Biggie would be an integral part of Kim's life as a figure to aspire to, as an artist, personally, but more so on the artistic aspect. Biggie Smalls would be a huge part in the development of Lil' Kim's career. Because Kim had dropped out, it would then be decided that she would attend Brooklyn College Academy to finish what she had left. It just so happened that she would also be attending with fellow artists Nas and Foxy Brown. Now, you're going to hear a lot of Foxy Brown a lot um, if you're aware of the history of Lil' Kim. Um, but Foxy Brown is a huge part of the rap group and as well as for rap female artists, Foxy Brown always manages to get in there. Lil' Kim's first time getting her feet wet in the world of music was actually with Biggie. In 1994, Biggie Smalls would form a rap group called Junior Mafia and it would include Lil' Kim. It would also be the time where Lil' Kim would start using her stage name, Lil' Kim. She would only be 19. The group also included, of course, the Notorious B.I.G., Little Cease, Treef and Larceny of the Snakes, Nino Brown, Chico Devec, Kleptomaniac, Capone, and Bugsy. Their record, called Conspiracy, would debut at number 8 on the Billboard 200 and sell 69,000 copies in its first week. This album is out of print, but you would be able to find it on Apple Music and Spotify if you're ever interested. Despite the bad reviews and not-so-good sales, in relative terms, I mean, 69000 for any of us would be great, but to a mainstream artist, it's a little abysmal. The record would eventually reach gold status. It would also allow Lil' Kim to get the little boost she needed from this group, because, well, she was performing with one of the greatest rappers of all time. 
Lil' Kim would then begin her solo career shortly thereafter. Lil' Kim would soon be guest appearing on numerous of other hip-hop artists' records, as well as releasing one of her own. Hardcore was released in November of 1998, and the album reached number 11 on the Billboard 200, the highest debut for a female rap album at the time. It would reach number 3 on the Billboard, top R&B albums, and would sell 78,000 copies in its first week. It would be certified double platinum just three years later on March 21st, 2001. The lead single on that record, No Time, would be a collaboration with Singer Combs, who would later be known as P. Diddy. In addition to promote this single and her record, she would go on tour with Diddy and would become one of the highest grossing hip-hop tours of all time, grossing a whopping $16 million. In that same year, Lil' Kim would open up her very own entertainment company, Queen Bee Records. That same year, Lil' Kim would open up her very own entertainment company, Queen Bee Records. She would continue under the guidance of Biggie's then-best friend, D-Rock's Rock Management, where they would handle tours and selling of the album. And she would continue to open up new ventures, mostly in fashion, modeling for the likes of Versace. In the year 2000, with a new look, the new rapper would release her second album, The Notorious Kim. However, suffering in expected sales, it was limited. Despite this, it would reach number four on the Billboard 200 and number one on the Hot R&B hip-hop songs chart selling 229,000 copies in its first week. The second album would also note the interesting feud between Lil' Kim and then high school classmate Foxy Brown. The biggest single, however, would come to a partnership with Lil' Kim, Christina Aguilera, Pink, and Mia to remake the song Lady Marmalade. Enticing audiences with a sexy beat an interesting take on a timeless classic, infusing pop, R&B, soaring vocals, and rap. It would get Lil' Kim her first Grammy ever, getting a number one song on the Hot 100, becoming the second solo female rapper in history to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 as well. That song, Lady Marmalade, would sit on that Hot 100's chart for five weeks. Lil' Kim would then release La Bella of Mafia, The Naked Truth, and will be releasing the album Nine in upcoming May 2019. Although she has slid off the inner popularity sphere, Lil' Kim was able to do what very little had tried in the past, break the barrier for women in the rap world. For someone like Lil' Kim, who grew up in a tough neighborhood, Learning the struggle, it seemed like destiny for her to be the one to spearhead this. And because of this, as well as the likes of Lauren Hill, Missy Elliott, and Foxy Brown, it had allowed female rappers to go and enter the world of rap, to have a role model for, and would lead artists of today like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Remy Ma, Iggy, and many other female artists. Her debut album is considered a classic among critics. As of 2007, she has sold over 15 million albums worldwide, 
and is considered one of the best MCs of all time. And that's all for today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You know, Lil' Kim is one that you, you don't really hear a lot lately. I mean, ever since her feud with uh, Nicki Minaj. But still, listening to, well, I mean, one of the first songs I listened to Lil' Kim when I was younger was Lady Marmalade. And it was only maybe 30 or 40 seconds when she was really in there. But it was enough for me to look back and look at albums like Hardcore. And you really get to see how intense Lil' Kim was. It almost seemed like she had to be, uh, if if we're going to rank, you know, hardcoreness uh, with rappers, if, if Notorious B.I.G. was a 10, then Lil' Kim had to be a 13 in order to gain the respect of the rap community. And it's like she delivered on that. And it, it only goes to show because she was able to do that because of her upbringing. And, and that is something that's truly, truly astonishing and, and interesting that how destiny plays out like that and also i'd like to announce that i am running a contest uh this is like a, a newish podcast i did do something on youtube for you know a little over a year however moving on to the podcast format and just to thank the people who've moved over and listen, started listening to my podcast and for any new listeners out there um i am running a contest uh i'll be selling not selling, sorry, giving away, giving away for free, AKG K240 headphones, uh, semi-opens, great, great monitoring headphones for listening to music at home. Not something that you would really bring on the go. It's kind of bulky, but it's an amazing pair of headphones. I have a pair at home and it's what the headphones I use to listen to. So the criteria for this uh, contest is to just log into iTunes, uh, search my podcast, uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, and leave a review. Uh, I believe Apple Music is the only one that you're able to really leave a review on. Um, I check Spotify, uh, no bueno. Uh, Anchor doesn't really have a comment system either. Uh, so for all of you guys, uh, just if you don't have an iPhone or don't use Apple Podcasts, you can always log into your iTunes and create an account listen to it subscribe and leave a review and comment and i will be releasing the winner uh i'll leave this on for about a week um i should be posting this on monday so uh week time monday so next week monday i'll be announcing the winner uh for the pairs of headphones and that's all for today you guys thank you so much be sure to catch the next episode of the Audio Addiction Podcast on any of your favorite podcasting sites. That's Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Podkit, Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. I'll see you later, you guys.